got to get up close like this. But a bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live yes, at Five, Live indeed. at Five. Uh, no school around. Yeah. We've got third north. Mm. About eight minutes after five o'clock here on a Wednesday hump day. You know what day that is. No, it's not Prince Spaghetti Day in Boston, but it is uh, the uh, uh, time, rather, to speak with Attorney George Stanley. We do that at the bottom of the hour, like we do each and every week. Right here on AM 1240's Live at Five show. With a with an intro that's still too long, love it anyway. Gotta love uh, Layla, uh, and uh, you gotta love the fact that the weather is just outstanding. It really is, it truly, truly is. So uh, you know, again, we uh, yesterday we talked at length about uh, about uh, the uh, the issue with the organizer of the softball tournament. It was all female softball tournament. And, um, you know, it, it, we had a discussion with the gentleman today, Mr. Tahanika, excuse me, um, and we'll probably know more about it. I can't comment. I, it's not that I can or can't comment. I can comment all I want about what Mr. Tahanika said today, but he, he's concerned that uh, he's, he's getting a, bu- a, a bum rap. And uh, I don't un- quite understand why. I think he does a great service. He's doing it for the kids. And uh, he had a he had a gripe with the uh, with with the uh, the city over I believe fifteen hundred dollars and the conditions of the field not so much the conditions but the fact that they don't have fences. So I, I don't know what to say about that. Um, again, just per, on a personal level, I'm not from Long Island, although I was born in Long Island. But there was a huge difference between Brooklyn and Queens and Nassau and Suffolk, and hopefully they've 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 gotten better over the years. But I just remember I don't I can't remember a field that I ever had a fence in, ever. Oh, for that matter, fields that were actually mowed. <clears throat> I mean, that's just the way it was. So when I hear someone says, oh, they need fences for a softball tournament. And you do? It's like, I don't get that. So, you know, we raise questions here. And um, that's why he had some objections. He took the initiative to come out uh, to the station and talk, talk to us. Jeff had no clue what was going on because I just so happened to, you know, get into the back of the uh, uh, building here. And Jeff, Jeff was right there. I said, hey, Jeff, what do you think about this? So anyway, we hope to have Mr. Tahanika on the air, or if he wants to call in. Um, he gave me his card, and, uh, you know, respectfully said, you know, nice uh, words at the end, and no one got out of hand, uh, but uh, definitely the guy is concerned, that's for sure. So the other thing, on, on a national scale, going back down to Alabama, I'm ups- I, say, say what you want. It sounds like I'm obsessed with this story down in Alabama. I actually am. I go back and forth. I text my friend Liz from Connecticut. I've known her for, for decades. And she says, Glenn, you, you, you're getting too, too carried away with this. This is not a big deal. I said, well, here's the thing. 
What happened over the weekend? Again, this is this is an SG scenario. <laughs> Glenn, what, what do you care about what happens in Alabama? What do you care about what happens in, in Chicago? Well, it, it's I care. I care what's going on in Ukraine. I, that, that's 10,000 miles from here. I care. But like I said on Monday show, it's Wednesday show. So Monday I said, geez, this was awful. You know, people beating the crap out of each other. And the next day I retracted. I said, well, you know, the, the people in the pontoon boat who happened to be white rednecks uh, were at fault. They left their boat there for over 45 minutes. Um, the, the crew, one of the crew members got off the boat. They had to move the boat. They, they were on the pier, but they, they had to exit at that certain part of the pier. And I get that. You know, they wanted to do it right, but they waited for 45 minutes. I, that would, I would be enraged. I mean, when you're done with anything, I don't, when you know you're on a two-hour tour and, you know, you, you see the pier and you're ready to get off, there's over nearly 300 people on that. It was a triple-decker, just like the tour boats they have up there at Uncle Sam Boat Tours. And I can understand how upset they would get. So the guy took the initiative, got off the boat by himself, went over, untied the pontoon boat and started moving it. It's only then that uh, the people who owned the boat came down and objected to it and pushed him. Then he threw his hat in the air. It was a total melee. But at one point, here's the significant part of this story. At one point, one of the women on the pontoon boat, and she was a middle-aged woman. I'm going to say she's probably in her 40s, maybe early 50s. She was hit over the head repeatedly uh, with, a, uh, with a folding chair. I don't know about repeatedly. Let me take that back. I don't want to exaggerate. But she got hit pretty hard over the head with a folding chair, like a deck chair. Um, it could kill you. Anything could kill you. you could, someone could take a, a piece of hard toast and throw it at you hard enough, and you could, you could knock you out and maybe kill you. But this, this was uncalled for. But that seems to be the symbol of that event. And let me explain. In recent days... And again, I'm, I, I go online like a lot of us. And I, although I'm not on TikTok, I, it's weird because the way that the Internet is set up, you could still see stuff on TikTok despite the fact that you're not on. It's shared elsewhere. It's shared either online on your browser, on your, on your Chrome, whatever you got, or you, you're seeing it through other vehicles like Facebook or Instagram. So you're seeing this stuff. It doesn't really matter if it's TikTok or not. The bottom line is the memes and the videos that have been created just less than 24 hours after the incident seemed to carry one, one uh, common denominator. And yes, you guessed it. It's the folding chair. So this was one video of, of these uh, young uh, uh, African-American girls coming out of a schoolhouse, all in the same order, and all of them are holding chairs, you know, the folding chairs with big smiles on their faces. Okay. And then I saw one today or yesterday of uh, Martin Luther King his, uh, his, his statue down there at the mall in Washington, D.C., and yeah, you guessed it, with a folding chair in his hand. So, again, the folding chair means that if you screw with us, you're going to get a chair over your head. Now, just reverse that, and I always say I don't want to be the guy that always uses double standards. Hannity does it all the time. Everyone does it. Jim Jordan does it all the time. Everybody does it. Hey, if they could do this, why? what if we did that? What if the Trump sons had a uh, laptop that looked like Hunter Biden's laptop? What would happen then? Well, one, it didn't happen. But two, imagine in this situation that <clears throat> there was a populace of people celebrating this moment by saying, look what we did to these people. Say if the re- roles were reversed and th- there were memes of white people with chairs, they would be, they, they would be completely vilified. They would be bounced off Facebook faster than you can imagine. And by the way, if you see Nora O'Donnell, she'll, she'll go back to this story. I, again, it, it, it's run its course. It happened over the weekend. 
By now, maybe you won't see anything from it other than additional arrests and the aftermath. Apparently, one of the guys from the pontoon boat, one of the white dudes, he owns like a convenience store. Apparently, his base business has been really adversely affected by this. And it's the Nora O'Donnells of the world. And by the way, if Steve Colbert was on the air right now, he's not due to the strike. He would be celebrating this as well. Here's my point. If you're going to celebrate this, just, I mean, I, I, as if Glenn has any decorum. You know, some people call me a clown and so forth. I get it. But please don't go there. But yet you do. And that's to me, is so predictable. There's a certain group that is very predictable because when, when the ball's in their court, say what you want about looting at Walgreens. Say what you want about, you know, cr- you know 10 people getting killed in the first five days in Washington, D.C. this past month. Say, say what you want about, you know, f- fatherless families uh, and, and, and just you know, reckless use of drugs and, and, and street gangs and so forth. Say, say what, you, know, don't, you don't have to say anything about that. We know that exists. But the moment, the moment you're in the right, and they were, all those people on the boat that, that re- reacted to that guy for about getting beat up there by the, by the wife, they, they reacted accordingly. But the celebration that's been going on since then really troubles me. And here's why. It's a reason to join forces and say, this, this, is the, this is the MAGA society. These are white people. These are Republicans. These are the Alabama rednecks that have been just has been completely spread out across the country as the worst people in the world. We saw the president himself. I keep bringing this up. October 1st, 2022, he's in front of Independence Hall warning Americans with two Marines in the background about MAGA society. So you say what you want, just like my friend Liz says, oh, this is a lighthearted moment. People are having fun with this. What can you say, Glenn? It's just a fight on a pier. I see it much more than that. The responses that I saw from this, we're doing it for our ancestors. Our ancestors are proud of us. This has all been led to, again, the people have been led to believe this. This hatred in America was all created by, yes, you guessed it, folks, white elitists who despite the fact that they themselves can be victims of their own whiteness, don't really care as long as they maintain power and enable uh, people of all color, including themselves, to point the finger and say, they're the problem. Nah, it's not those 19 guys that crashed into the World Trade Center 22 years ago. It's not that problem at all. No, it's the people living down there in Alabama didn't move their boat. Those are the people that are problems. Get a chair. Put it over their head. They deserve it. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240. So, that, so, so I went from like, oh, it was a horrible thing on Monday, to I said, you know what? Those guys uh, had it coming to them. And a day later, I said, you know what? If, if we are one George Floyd moment away from a race war, we are one George Floyd moment from a race war. That's what it tells me. That's how volatile things are right now. I pray to God we don't have another Derek Chauvin that would put his be stupid enough to you know to to take the life of, of a person of color like Derek Chauvin did on Memorial Day Monday 2020. But if it does happen, look out. We almost had that situation in Cincinnati this past winter, but of course, as you know, that those people didn't look like Derek Chauvin. But just be careful. The other thing I was talking to a friend of mine today. And I said, we're in a good situation up here. Say what you want about the economy. It's a beautiful summer. This is the most beautiful place in the world to be up here right now. It truly is. Nobody wants to be in Arizona. No one wants to be in Texas. No one wants to be in Florida. But we're up here. So that's great. And uh, so we are insulated from all of this. And thank God we are. I just did a video yesterday of downtown and the progress there. Jake Johnson Properties 
making incredible headway with uh, uh, buildings over 180 years old and making them look like they were built yesterday. It's incredible, the reversal that we've seen in Public Square. I know they dumped a ton of money in Public Square in 2008, 2009. That was a public works project. But since then, it it was still the same Public Square until serious investment has gone into it in the last couple of years. And that's been ongoing. We've seen it from Kuhn and his associates. We saw it from Gary Beasley over the years. We still see it with RJ uh, and Neighbors of Watertown. But now we have other additional dollars going into downtown, and it looks great. And who could forget those uh, monthly festivals that they have, the downtown block parties? They're just great. Downtown is not only back, it's better than it's been in over 70 years. So I haven't seen the movie Barbie. I haven't seen it at all. But I have a good friend of mine. I won't say her name. I will say I work with her. And I tell you what, these, 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 these ladies are mothers in their own right. One has two children, two beautiful children, great athletes. And the other is a co-worker of mine. I think you know who I'm talking about here. So they both went, I think they went with their uh, daughters, nieces, whichever. They're, t- they're two moms, so to speak. And uh, they went to see Barbie. So now, as you know, Barbie has made over a billion dollars in revenue. And how often do you see, it's like, oh, this is a billion-dollar movie made by a woman. I forget her name, um, Gretchen, whatever her name is. And she's done a couple of other projects. And everyone's putting her, putting her on a pillar because she's the first woman to, to produce a movie, direct a movie that actually generated $1 billion, and which is great. I applaud that. And it's great that you got to the position where they gave you this massive project. Obviously, they had to give it to a woman in today's age. They gave it to a woman. She did a great job, apparently, because she generated a billion dollars. But stop just putting her on this pedestal only simply because of one thing. Barbie itself is a billion-dollar brand. Even if the movie was horrific, was terrible, it was still going to make money because everyone knows Barbie, whether you're a guy or a girl. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter. It came out in the early 50s. It's 70-year-old product. So don't take all the credit in the world. It's like a, it's like a crow taking credit for the sunrise. You, created, you, you, you were part of a project about a brand that's been in, in underneath the Christmas trees since the Korean War. Of course it was going to generate a, a huge amount of money. But let's get into the movie itself. Apparently the first couple of minutes, there's a bunch of young girls being little girls and taking care of their baby dolls. That's the first opening scene. I didn't see this movie. This is the description that I'm hearing about. And then, out of nowhere, the girls start taking the dolls and start beating them up and start smashing them up against the table. And it was at that point that my friends said, do we leave now or do we give this a chance? Well, they gave it a chance. And then it just kept on getting more and more woke. These innuendos, guys are useless. Why do we need men anyway? I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, all the Barbies of the world, if you can't make it with a guy, just go on OnlyFans. doesn't matter how fat and ugly you are. You'll still make a living from it. They didn't say that. Don't get me wrong. But they walked out of the movie after, I believe, about a half hour or so. So it's good to see. It it truly is. And the other good news is about The Sound of Silence. Uh, That movie itself actually has generated more money than Tom Cruise's latest Mission Impossible, which came out the same day. And it's, it's not on the same distribution level, not even close to Cruz's movie, and yet it's still out. And you wouldn't believe, you go online and you see scores of stories about Sound of Silence, about people either, you know, uh, their tickets were being rescinded, oh, uh, the air conditioning doesn't work, you know, these multiplexes where other movies are playing, but oh, the movie theater that we have, the most popular movie in, uh, on, in, in the area right now, oh, no, you can't see the air conditioning, it doesn't work. 
So if you don't think there's a huge, I mean, with all the evidence, you know, the oppression of, of the laptop story uh, and, and, and the latest story about uh, uh, Burisma, the, 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 the partner in crime there, Hunter's uh, uh, guy with the cap teeth there, he's, he's, he's singing like a bird. And none, repeat, none of the mainstream media networks have covered that. So, and again, when, when you find out that you're going, when was the last time a movie theater contacted you and says, hey, don't come, the air conditioning doesn't work? When was the last time that happened? It hasn't happened, but it's happening. This stuff is happening. These are the people, remember, that want to save a democracy, but they're the same people that want to rewrite the Constitution. So look out out there, folks. You're on the air. Oh, you wound up, Glenn. Yeah, I am wound up. I really uh, am. That I, movie's not for young children. I believe it's rated PG-13. So I don't believe it's a good movie for five or six-year-olds to see. And uh, I understand they turned Ken into a trans... Uh, gender person in yeah, this movie? I, I, I don't know if they did that, but there was a lot of, uh, apparently a lot of transgender type. And I believe the director's a lesbian. I yeah. Be, I'm pretty sure she is. Yeah, I'm well, sure I, 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 again, I don't, I don't have, I mean, just like I, I, we said the same thing about cinema out there, the senator from, uh, from Arizona, and you know what, at the end of the day, I love her more than any other senator. I love her more than Gillibrand or Schumer, and she's a Democrat because she stood up for her rights. I really love that woman out there. Well, there's a system on the movies now you have to have a gay in every movie you have to have a person of color in every movie right and that's what we come to right right so you might as well take the oscars and flush them down the john they're not worth anything anymore and what is it i haven't watched the oscars in years i watch them all the time do I, really i, I do i i, I have anymore yeah i don't know the movies and they have way too many nominations they used to have five now they have as many as ten. Don't know the actors. Don't know the actresses. You could line up the people these so-called personalities. I couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I, I have no idea. I have no clue. It's funny when I watch that show, Twenty Five Words or Less. They always have like a celebrity. I, I don't know who the celebrity. Well, that's I have a no hard clue. To watch who? Oh, oh, see, I like it. I like it. But the celebrities, really? yeah. You watch Pictionary. No, I can't watch Pictionary oh, with Billy O'Connor. Oh, that guy! I just want to slap him. Unwatchable. Yeah, he drives me. Nuts. I watch him on the on the talk. Is that where he's from? I thought I'd seen him before. Well, he was in uh, Stand By Me. Uh, he was the fat kid. And, uh, was he really? Yeah, that was that. him. Yeah. Billy Connolly. But, uh, it's an unwatchable show. Most of these shows are garbage, in it, my opinion. Stay on strike. I could give a crap. By the way, have you seen the show about the ghosts? Have you seen It's on CBS. They live in like a mansion. And I've seen it. Uh, previews of it. I've never watched I, I, I don't think, watch any primetime TV. Well, no, let me, let me explain. I, 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 do, I don't care what it is. Yeah. I do not watch it. Well, I'll tell you. Because the ghost show, I actually watched it this past week. All of them are in repeats. Hollywood's a mess. The strike will go on for months. Oh, absolutely. And this show, I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe how bad it was. And yet, oh, you, Yellowstone. People think that's the oh, it's show awful. Ever, ever to make the TV. Uh, I, I, again, break. I, I think people want to to like a show enough to say it's the best only because they're, they just, they're, they just, they want something. They're just like uh, Britney Spears. Oh, she's so brilliant. Oh, God, you did, the writing's not up to par the way it was years ago. Not Britney Spears, not sorry, Taylor Swift. One other thing, man. Yeah. On the baseball diamonds, we never had uh, fences. I played in the City League. I'm talking quite a while ago. Yeah. We never had fences in our softball city games. My I, God, we placed the right fielder out in the park a lot of Sherman Street School. Cause yeah. They had a hit around the team. Man, he could launch a softball a long ways. Yeah. And, and never had, we coached in the Midget League. We never had fences. Never, neither did I. Never did. But Franklin K. Lane never had them. Bill Such. Used to run the rec department. Yeah, Mr. Duffney would know who I'm talking sure. about. Sure, that was a, this is probably 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. 
but the fields are all some good. They were all smarked off for us and all smooth. Right. But I'm talking probably quite a long time. I don't know what the story is down there now, Glenn, so I can't really uh, yeah, respond I, to the man's complaints. I, I, I know the crews. Not it anymore. The city crews, they worked hard. It was a bad. It was a lot of bad weather at that time. So yes. there was a, and there was a ton of uh, garbage from these events, meaning that, that which is necessary. You're going to have garbage. So the city definitely stepped up and, and was. But again, I, I just didn't have fences. Never you, had fences. I mean, come on. I, we played, and you put the outfielders deep. One of the worst sunfields I've ever seen was Ohio Street. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. I played softball there. Field. Yeah. I, I, we put our best guy out there. Good luck out there. I, I Believe me, I played in uh, Highland Park and Cypress Hills, Brooklyn, and uh, lot, most of the times they didn't mow the lawn, so you would literally lose the ball in right oh, field in the grass. Now it's all changed over there now. they got apartment buildings. But oh, yeah, yeah, over well, there. That was yeah. the worst sunfield I've ever seen. Yeah, life. just like... Uh, yeah, we had a good time back then playing, though. Just like Yogi Berra would say, it gets late early out there. Yeah, it was right on that field. Yeah. Okay, Glenn. Thank you, my friend. You bet. Uh, we're almost at the bottom. This might be Joe himself. Hi, you're in the air. No, Joe. Want me to call back? No, no. no, no I'll, okay. I'll, I'll keep watching. When I played um, in the 50s, um, all three Little League fields in the city had fences. The other fields uh, didn't. Northside, Thompson, all those didn't have fences. But all three Little League fields had fences. Yeah, for Little League. Sure. Little League. Yeah. Well, I mean... I'm just saying we had three fields with fences in the city even back then. Mm, okay. So, um, but anyway, um, to tell you how this country is really going, I know me and you talk about it. Uh, yesterday or the, uh, a couple days ago, Ohio put up to vote. Yes. Yes. To, to make it harder to destroy the the, the uh, our uh, what do you call it our uh, our rules. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, voting rules. Constitution. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Our constitution. Right. Made it, and they voted it down. Right. Yeah. They didn't have enough votes mm-hmm. to make it harder to ruin our Constitution. And me and you, we talk about it, mm-hmm. where we're heading. Right. This is where we're heading. Right. And that's a swing they state, want to too. want to destroy the Constitution. Right. Yep. yep. All right, Glenn. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And here's the thing. Um, I heard the report today, and again, I'm seeing a lot of people from my liberal friends, uh, many, many of which from, from the other communities, uh, and they're just so proud of Ohio. So proud of you. This is all virtual signal, signaling. Excuse me. It's a Wednesday. That's all it is. We're all on the same side. Most of them don't know what it's all about. I, I really think, you know, you, you look at guys like Joe Rogan and they talk controversial. He, he puts me to sleep most of the times. Every time I see Joe Rogan on a timeline, he's pushing some like a pill that makes your, you know, makes makes you get a better erection or something. He's he's really a sellout more so than anyone I've ever seen. Why do you have to be a sellout when you're making over a hundred million dollars a year? How much more do you need? Just just I just want to see what you think. But I would just I'll put it in the hands of a, a Joe Rogan or someone out there. I don't know, a Charlie Kirk, Michael Knowles. Smart, smart conservatives who should have a lot more recognition than, than, than Joe does. But someone's got to start having a think tank type of discussion. What is this country going to look like if we go towards socialism? What, what's going to happen then? Because ignorance is so bliss in this country. They have no clue. They don't have a darn inkling about our history. They don't know anything about civics. They know very little about the law. The one thing they do want to do is they want to make history. They want to make their own history. So when the Ohio story came out today, they said, oh, boy, more people came out to vote. 
that's a bunch of college kids. Their first week back in college, everyone says, go out there. Come on, make sure that Constitution is ruined for good. It's your duty. So they came out in droves. That's a swing state, too, by the way. Ohio, big time swing state. So I don't know. It doesn't look good going into 2024. I feel bad for DeSantis. He's, he's, he's firing every, every, every guy that ever, or man or woman that's running his campaign. It's not their fault. It's, it's not your time. And to those Republican rhinos out there, the, the, the Romneyites, or the Kinzingers of the world, or for that matter, the Liz Cheneys of the world, it, don't think for a second that Ron DeSantis has a better chance uh, for, uh, against uh, uh, Joe Biden, because he doesn't. This isn't an anti-Trump movement, although it certainly looks that way. This is an anti-white conservative movement. And they're never going to end. When you talk, when you refer to uh, uh, DeSantis's wife there as the Walmart Melania, a beautiful woman, even if she wasn't, but she is, she's very beautiful, who, who went through a bout of breast cancer. They don't care about that. They just want to. They, they just want everyone to identify her as yet another Melania. Except this one's not as pretty. She's a Walmart Melania. That's 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 the Democratic Party where, you know, I was talking to someone earlier. I was like, you know, say what it's amazing when you talk to people and the disdain, how the, the, the hatred towards Donald Trump. He's not even a president. And the, 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 the hatred. And yet now we have nearly three years under Joe Biden. And you would say, well, as a conservative, I should have some level of dislike and or hatred towards the president. Well, one, Glenn Curry doesn't hate the president of the United States. And sometimes I actually feel sorry for him. I really do. But I don't have this contentious hatred towards Joe Biden. So right off the bat, it's like, listen, look, you know, you were paying $2.20 for a gallon of gas. Inflation wasn't even part of our vernacular. Uh, Crime was always bad. It's always going to be bad, but it's not as bad as it is now. We don't have this. We we didn't have this issue in the border. Uh, They'll say, you put children in cages. You let them die in in the real, which is still happening, by the way. But you don't hear that being reported. So people today are more willing to accept more violence, higher gas prices, inflation through the yin-yang, heating prices up 30% in many cases, affecting us, of course, and and not to mention the border and scores of other things. They're willing to say, you know what, that's okay. Because as long as Donald Trump's not my president, I don't give a crap. That's where we are right now. It's unfortunate. It really is. But it's a reality. Joe's not calling in, so I'm going to do my break now. You're listening to the Live at Five show with yours truly, and uh, we will be back right after these messages. Don't go away. Hi, this is Sarah Campo Pierce, and I'm running for mayor. While my opponent focuses on the wording of your book, call them at 315-658-2004. Uh, welcome back. So uh, I did get a call today from Congresswoman T- uh, Claudia Tenney's office. It was going to be a big announcement today, and here it is. Uh, August 9th, uh, Cleveland, New York. Cleveland, New York. Where the hell is that? Uh, in early 2022, the CBP uh, started... Uh, well, let me read the, the, the headlines here. Border patrols plan to evaluate other sites in addition to Blind Bay. Apparently a bunch of, uh, you know, rich people up there on St. Lawrence uh, River. Uh, that's redundant right there. Uh, objected to the new site to the, uh, uh, to the Coast Guard. So in early 2022, the CBP started preliminary work to access and survey a property located in Blind Bay in Clayton to replace their aging facility on Wellesley Island. 
After the CPP released its environmental assessment of the site in February of 2022, community members near and around the property voiced strong oppositions. I fish there. I hunt rabbit there myself. To the construction of the facility on this site in Blind Bay. Change the name, by the way. Including expressing concern about the facility's potential impact on, on muscle spawning in the area. Tenney, uh, Claudia Tenney, our congresswoman, has worked with community leaders. This year, my office has facilitated multiple meetings with Senator Walzik, Assemblyman Scott Gray, Legislator uh, Rick Reed, what's his name, uh, uh, Reed, <laughs> uh, and myself, and the CBP leadership regarding the planned construction of the new CBP facility in Blind Bay said, uh, Congresswoman Tenney, as a tenacious advocate for our district, I brought the concerns of the community to the table during these important dis- discussions. We have made it extraordinarily clear that the North Country does not want this station constructed in Blind Bay. So now they're looking for other areas. So now you're going to piss off somebody else. You can't go there. That's where I go and get high. You can't go there. I hide all my gummies over there. What's the matter with you? Put it back in Blind Bay. No one can see it. Don't you know why they call it that? 755-1240 is the number. This, you know, for the most part, this show doesn't care about Clayton. I don't want to tell the congressman, uh, 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 the people in uh, Claudia Tenney's office that. <clears throat> right now, people that are concerned with putting a, uh, a facility on Blind Bay or anything up there on the river, they're not listening to AM 1240. They're not. NPR. Or they're listening to some, you know, smooth jazz station on uh, Sirius XM. It's always the same. You ever listen to those uh, uh, smooth jazz stations? And that one was the early sunrise by our friends from Spyro Gyro. Up next, uh, more early sunrise, except this one from Korea. It goes something like this. 755-1240 is the number. Was that good? Was that a good impersonation? Is that, is that, is that jazz in your ears? Jazz, they say jazz musicians are the most talented. I don't get that. First of all, none of them are singing. And if they do, they, do, they don't say words. It's like, no. Even Frank Sinatra had better lyrics than that. Uh, other stuff going on in the world, I don't know. Help me out. 755-1240. Seven, someone just texted me. Who knows what it's all about? Uh, apparently, Cleveland, New York is located near Oswego. I, I went to Oswego. I don't remember that. And our, our QAnon friend said that, uh, he said this moments ago, I was talking about uh, Victoria's Secret. You're going to be surprised about the transgender people that you have an idea of the, are the opposite gender that they pretend to be. So this is, this, is, this is what QAnon says. They're saying that Michelle Robinson, you know as Michelle Obama, is not a woman. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's a woman. She really is. She might not be as effeminate as her husband is, but she's still a woman. But again, my friend here, the QAnon friend, he's dead set. On, he's, he, this is the way he believes. He also had, that's the secret. There's so many, I'll compose a list for you. It's crazy. Um, I'm waiting for that list. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn. Yes. Yeah, first time caller here. Yeah, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Just wanted to call in, and I don't know if you remember, last earlier this year, SG called in and said that the, the Iraq war, or the Iraq war, the Ukraine war, yeah. something like Joe Biden, hmm. would come to an end today. 
Do you remember that? <laughs> Would it come to an end today, today, as in the 9th of August? Yeah, yeah. I wrote it down on the calendar. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, wait, wait, why did he say it was going to end on August 9th? I don't know why he picked that date, but huh. But he did, and I wrote it down. Just wow. I happened to see it on my calendar, and I'm going to call in and see I totally, if anybody I, else remembers that. It, yeah, and you don't know his reason. Call in and explain why he screwed up so bad. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and you know he's going to call because he calls up once someone says, what about that 200000 It's like, and then moments later. name. <laughs> yeah. August 9th was the day that the uh, 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 Ukraine, whatever we call it, uh, Russian war. Ukrainian do, war. Do you, do you believe yeah, when, still, when, you, still going on. when you see video, now I'm seeing a lot of video of downtown Kiev, and, and there's a bunch of young people. It looks like downtown Austin, Texas, and they're all out in the streets. They're drinking cocktails. All the neon lights are on. Everything's clean. Do you believe that? Is, is that what Kiev looks like right now? They don't seem too worried, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a. It, remember, it was uh, uh, General Milley uh, back in February of 2022 who said that the Russians would take over Kiev in, in less than 72 hours. Right. It, yeah. That that those are the guys running running the military right now. That's pretty frightening. It really is. 72 yeah, hours. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you for bringing that up, sir. Okay, you bet. Th- and thanks for calling. That's a first-time caller. That's good to see. Someone else was just calling in, 755-1240, unless they're still there. No, they're not. Let me get rid of that. just want to make sure. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you anymore. I really don't. I just, I, again, I, I, I don't want to just be this, this, this old fart, this white guy that's just going to. I mean, we had a guy in our neighborhood. There was a bunch of older people in our neighborhood that just didn't like kids. Get out of here. One of them was Mr. Foster. And that's what I'm turning into. You know, if we got too close to his house when we played stickball, he didn't want to hear kids playing out in the street. He lived with his lovely wife. He died, by the way, and his, his wife continued to live, and she was the nicest woman in the world. Nicest woman. In fact, my brother was selling full of brush at the time when he was in college at Oneana. And yes, he started early on as a salesperson. He's been very successful since. And he said, he'll never forget this. He said he knocked on her door, and she was watching um, The Price is Right, and she was cheering for the woman who won on The Price is Right. And, I, and, and that hit me. That, that, I'm talking about it now, over 45, 50 years later. So Mrs. Foster laughed? I said, of course she laughed. She was human. And she was happy for someone winning on The Price is Right. And I'll never forget that. And it changed my mind just in so many levels. You know, Mr. Foster, God bless his soul. He was a good man. I'm sure he went to World War I or II, whatever the deal was. I'm sure he fought tyranny at some time. But he was cranky, and I get it. I get it. I understand that. He always kept his house looking great. The lawn was awesome. He was a good man. And uh, that's that, so I could see myself going, I'm not going to chase kids out for playing basketball in front of my house. I'll never do that. But I could see myself now being just this cranky old dude. I'm not old, by the way. But I'm just saying it out there. I'm thinking that way. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to say, like, for instance, I got into that discussion. It's Glenn, come on over here. We're talking about politics. And they threw me out of the discussion like five seconds later. I said, what do you want to know? I said, well, what do you think about all this? I said, well, I just, this is what I think. I say, today's not as bad as tomorrow and the next day's worse. And you take that and you say it every day. Oh, well, there's Mr. Positivity right there. Well, you asked me, right? You asked me. I mean, when you, when you look at what's going on right now, if you can't see it that way, then you don't want to see it. You're just like those Romney followers, those independents, those, those, those idiots who swear that by, by even thinking about voting for Donald Trump is the worst decision a man can make. 
and yet somehow or other you can accept everything going on right now. That I don't get. You're on the air. Glenn. Yeah. A couple of things. Tough. First, if you ever get a chance, just Google uh, uh, Michelle Obama dancing on Ellen. Okay. And watch, watch the video on that. Make a note of that. Read it on your phone. Okay. Like in the commercial, you know, make, put a note on your phone. Okay. Well. Uh, the, other thing, the other thing is, uh, the movie guy was right. Years ago, it was a lot different. The recreation department was a lot different than it is now. Uh, the recreation director that I had when I was uh, uh, running all the leagues uh, back way back when tried to do everything he could to keep things up, but he just didn't have he didn't have the manpower. Okay. And they kept expanding. In other words, they kept adding on more fields that they couldn't take care of. Mm-hmm. And and I know you don't see it yet because I don't think you play you know you play softball or anything like that or whatever, but. I, I mean, the, the, the fields over at North weren't that good. Hmm. Okay. They're, they were terrible. When I had the Babe Ruth League, uh, the, the one field that the Babe Ruth field that we were supposed to use and we practiced on, it had, uh, it had groundhog holes in it. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I said, it wasn't taken care of. One of my kids goes out there and falls in one of those holes and breaks his ankle, you know, I'm not going to feel good about it. You all know right. what I'm saying? No, I get it. I get it. The other thing is, on all the leagues I ran, Pop Warner and uh, Babe Ruth and that, I had to get an insurance policy and name the city as the uh, uh, the one that would receive the money if something happened. Okay. You had to have a million-dollar policy. So, you know, they, they're not paying for their insurance because uh, they're the city self-insured, so you had to have your own insurance policy. The guy that came in and talked to you today, I'm yeah. sure, had to go out. Get the insurance and then sh- and give a, a copy of the uh, a deck page to the city, right? With, and name them as a, uh, you know, their name down there as right. far as the insured. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, they, they really don't do a lot. It took me three years in bugging uh, Pete. Uh, uh, he was a council person, co- or college or not college, but anyway. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, to get the bathrooms open over on the north side where they used to have the rinks. But, but Duff, like not, not to interrupt, but you're talking about things that were over, what, 30 years ago? Yeah, but Glenn, there's, it's still the same way. Go to a red and black game. Go to a red and black game. You've got to walk a half a mile to use the bathroom because they'll tell you, oh, we got bathrooms, but you've got to walk way up to the bathroom at the baseball field. At the baseball field. Yeah, that's yeah, uh, a little exercise. No, you've got to use the base, you got to use the bathroom at the uh, baseball field. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. So they don't provide facilities. Look at the look at the facilities in the park. They're disgusting. Aren't they those really? Two, those two bathrooms that they have. Yeah. I mean, come on. There's uh, things that they could have done, but no, they went out and bought a golf course for three point five million. I, again, I, I keeps on coming back to that golf. And by the way, that that gentleman did bring that up at one point uh, today, or uh, I forget. But I, again, do you? I just I'm just asking whether or not he went. He was upset. That several members of city council, including Lisa and uh, and, and uh, um, uh, Sarah, didn't get back to him. I, just, I okay, okay, that sucks. And then he was charged an additional fifteen hundred dollars, and he had to do a lot of work to the fields. Um, but they would be. I think there's a better way to do it, and don't threaten people with a billboard. I I, I just don't think that's a good yeah. uh, good idea. That's well, I all. think if they if they downsize a little bit and just take care of what you can take care of. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they built that thing down on the river that on Newell Street. That it's never open. It's unlocked. We tried to have concerts there way back 
when Graham was first mayor, right. and and it just it just didn't attract anybody there. You couldn't see the river because of all the trees and everything. It's just stuff like that that just goes. Okay, all right, right. Someone just I go to facilities all over that are a lot nicer. A lot, everyone's especially down in Florida because they have a lot of money. Okay, so no, no I'm talking. I'm, about, I'm talking about up here. I'm talking about if you go to Albany or you go to right. even even those kind of places. It, it's totally different. They really rule out the red carpet and take care of the facilities. All right, someone took the initiative and sent me the video that you just talked about, okay? And that video, of course, is our former first lady on uh, the Ellen uh, DeGeneres show. So I get what you're saying, and I can't even describe what I'm looking at right now, but well, you... don't, please. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I... Uh... Is that a cell phone that she's got in her crotch, or is that? I mean, it's it's it is amazing. It's it's almost as if she, yeah. It's like wow, that's an appendage. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay, all right. Now I know, I, know. I know. I'm gonna be queuing on. All of a sudden, I am re. I have been born again, Duff man. I thanks to you. Holy mackerel! I'm gonna have nightmares tonight. Jeepers creepers. Tell me about it. Boy, Michelle is packing it. That's for sure. And right in front of Ellen, and she got excited because Ellen was. I right, never mind. All right, thanks, Ad. Thanks, Duff. All right, All right, thank you very much. Now I'm disturbed for good. Whew. Listen, I won't mention it, but we all have smartphones. We all have access to the Internet. Do what I just did. Michelle Obama dances on the Ellen DeGeneres show. And judge for yourself. That's all I can say. Judge for yourself. And some people say, oh, that's not. <sighs> Come on, you're just crazy. You're one of those crazy people. You deserve someone to take a lawn chair and smash it over your head. All right, I got to do a break. Uh, we will be back right after this. Monday, August 21st. Outdoors under the stars. DPA 888560. Don't delay. Contact Team Coughlin today. Uh, welcome back uh, to what uh, we got about six minutes left. If you want to chime in, 755-1240. We talked about a battery of things, a litany of things today. My impressions on the incident that happened on the pier down there in Bumfrig, Alabama. Um, people think that uh, Michelle Robinson might not be who we, who we think she is. And uh, oh, and we continue talking about the, the saga of uh, what happened a couple weeks ago and whether or not the facilities are good enough for a major softball tournament. Duff seems to say there's a lot of work to be done. And he's been saying this now for decades, and it still hasn't been fixed. What say you? Give me a shout. 755-1240 is a number. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. Let's talk about water heaters. Uh Uh-oh. It's uh, Frank. What's going on, Frank? Bought a natural gas water heater. You know how expensive they are. They run from $600 to $900. Yes. And uh, the warranty was six years on it. Mm Mm-hmm. And two years, six months, it started leaking. So I said, geez, I hope I sent in the warranty. <clears throat> right. So I called the company, long story short, and they said, geez, what do you, what do you got for water? I said, uh, you got well water? I says, no, worse. I guess the city of water don't water. They ate a hole right through that water heater. Wow. And it was leaking. And we don't know what a pain in the neck that is. You got to drain it, and you can't lift it. It's heavier than hell. Then you got to re-plumb it. And it, it's a whole day nightmare job. I mean, if you're by yourself. So you're saying that the water actually is toxic enough it it it, it ate right through your water heater? It's, the, la- the lady was asking me all sorts of questions. I, I had to take pictures and everything, take pictures of the serial numbers, everything. I says, well, we got toxic water. I still got so many chemicals in it. And uh, 
all the chemicals react with the rust and the lines. And uh, just like your last caller said, all, all roads lead back to the golf course. You yeah, sat, it does. You sat there and spent all that money on the golf course, <laughs> and you should have been taking care of the water. You're dumping all that crap in the Black River, still doing that, still did it last week, a couple million gallons. You can't even fish down to Dexter. But can you imagine that? Two years, six, two years, not even six months, it's got a hole in it. But the chemicals ate right through that. And so if it's eaten through steel. Yeah, but let me ask you, and, and Frank, you know this because you're old. Through your gut. No, yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Appliances, and, I, and believe me, I'm hearing this from people in the business, appliances and other household items, they're just not what they used to be, no? Oh, no. I, t- I told the lady that. I said, listen, I said, I didn't want to, I just want to get her mad because I wanted the warranty. Of course you do. Says, I can remember when I was a kid, we had water heaters that were in the cellar on a, sitting on a couple bricks yeah. that were 30, 40 years old. Right. I said, how, how, how thick is that damn... Uh, wall in the water heater. How thick is that tank? Mm-hmm. The quality's gone down the toilet. Big time. That's water heaters, washing machines, dryers. Batteries. Yeah, and you can't, and they say, well, look, you don't want to even call an appliance guy to come and fix it because it comes to your house, he's got a $140. Right, that's not worth it. They're throwaway items. No, it's not even worth it. Everything's throwaway. Right, right. Everything's throwaway. No, I agree. I, you know what? You know what sucks. I, you, you shave. I, mean, I, I, I wish. I wish I, I. I never had to shave. I would never have facial hair in my life. In fact, if I can get rid of all my friggin' body hair, I would get. I would do it tomorrow. But the worst thing I've. The one thing I've noticed in the last four or five years, especially that even I, like a five six dollar bic razor or you know just a decent razor, none of them work. They, they, no. They're not sharp anymore. Then, well, they're not sharp anymore. I can remember when they in the seventies when they came out with those big razors. Yeah, you could rinse them off and you could use them a dozen times. Yeah, a dozen. You could use them for I, 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 and I said this on the air not that long ago. I had a disposable razor about, about before I left here, and I had it for at least two years. And I'm not kidding you when I say this. I had it for two years, and I lost finally lost it. And 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 I just I wish I could get that back. But and now I just buy, you know, I go to the Kinney Drugs. And I'm not blaming Kinney Drugs. No, no, it's, it's it's poor quality steel. Everything's cheap. It's amazing. It's so annoying. I can't even get a decent shave anymore. I, I feel like by the time it's noon, I got a five o'clock uh, shadow already. I'm feeling it right now. It's not supposed to be that way. Electric shavers are the same thing too. You buy oh, terrible! They want. Uh, Fifty-nine dollars for a set of blades for your shaver. You might as well throw the shaver. Throw it away. I, I I got one for high school in freshman year high school, and I had it right through. I, I think I still had it when I was living here. So do the math. That's that's like freshman from nineteen seventy-eight up until nineteen eight. I had it for ten years, Frank, and then I got another Norelco, and it was the biggest piece. That's when I realized that quality went out the window because the it was it felt like a just a piece of garbage. And I threw it away. I'd never used it again. I've been using razors ever since. By the way, I never use shaving cream. I only use hot water and or soap or just hot water mostly. It's crazy. But I got to go. Frank, good talking to you. I got to go. I got to get out of here. But thanks, thanks for the call. Uh, that's uh, Frank. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, that's a common common thing we're running into these days. Household items that you spend seven, dollars $800 on. I told you about my, my refrigerator, the, 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 thing, the, the magnetic thing that keeps the door closed. That's already... That's already broken. We've had it for three months. No, and there's no, dis- I'm not discrediting the store I bought it from. They're not in control of this manufacturing mess that we're in right now. They're great people, as a matter of fact. And it's very well operated over there. 
But uh, they're at the mercy as everyone else. I, I got to get out of this. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS News, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. Raging.